listening to Radio Owl's Nest. The songs of Martin Page, all day, all night, forever. So grab a cup of tea, settle down with us in the Owl's Nest. My goodness, my goodness, we've been doing this for quite a while now. Um, how many shows have we done? Ah, it's too many to count. Anyway, it's great to have you there. If you are there, if I have my owl heads with me, I am very grateful. As you know, it's all about songs. This is a songwriter's podcast. I will dip my hands into suitcases or anything I can dip my hand into to pull out cassettes, dats, anything from the past, from the middle and from the future. So we will not waste any more time. I've had a lot of requests for this song, uh, Count On Me, that I wrote back in 1992. It was chosen for a movie soundtrack and it was put on an album called Gladiator on Columbia Records. Uh, it was the first uh, actual solo record that I ever released, pre In The House Of Stone And Light. And uh, because of your requests, I think it's time to play it. So here we have Count On Me. Stand within the storm and wake the faith that sleeps so deep within the heart. In the darkest hour, we face the past as thunder rolls across our path. A sign of hope. Oh, when you It never dies, the spirit 
Hi, I'm the guy who plays drums behind Martin Page and Q-Phil. And let me tell you, it sucks. The hours are long and the pay is lousy. But anyway, you're listening to Radio Owl's Nest with Martin Page. Good luck. Thank you, Trevor Thornton. Um, yes, count on me. Interesting listening back now. I remember that this was just a song I wrote for myself. Maybe I thought I would send it out to people down the line. But suddenly Columbia Records and the movie Gladiator showed a great interest in the song. So they contacted me and said, we want this song in the movie. But we want Lou Graham of uh, Foreigner to sing it. And I thought, well, I'm just about to do my own solo record in the House of Stone and Light. And this would be a great entry into the world. So with my manager, we fought hard to say, if you want to use this song in the movie Gladiator, um it's gonna be me who sings it it was testing the water and it felt right to uh, make a little statement for myself as a solo artist uh thank you to all the people out there that requested count on me it was brilliant for me to hear it again P.S. Uh, the mix you just heard was by Mick Gazowski. I chose him because I met him with Earth, Wind & Fire and he had a great sense of bass and richness and I uh, thought my demo could do with that. So just look at the bass there. OK, OK, I'll be there in a minute. Uh, I think it's time for a little bit of energy and I think we need to listen to King Scatterbox and a song called Somebody Give Me The Funk. Funk, 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 funk.
There's only one thing gonna hear That's the beat One thing that's gonna heal, and that's the beat. Frankie goes to Hollywood, makes love to Prince, makes love to The Clash, makes love to Bootsy Collins, and makes love to Can and David Bowie watches King Scatterbox. The universe is a very strange place full of mysteries and odd possibilities that, while scientists ceaselessly try to figure them out, may remain complete unknowns forever. I'd like to play you now a track from my instrumental album called The Occupation of Hope. It's a song called Walking With My Father. Uh, It was inspired by walking with my dad as a young lad over the River Test, uh, just outside Southampton, over a Roman bridge. Uh, The memories are strong. Here is Walking With My Father.
That's a piece called Walking With My Father. I remember when I wrote that, it was in B-flat. The key was B-flat. And I remember the sending lines, the bass lines descending down, made me feel like I was walking with my dad uh, across an ancient uh, Roman bridge that was very near us where I lived. Uh, That's called Walking With My Father from an instrumental album of mine called The Occupation of Hope. Well, if you've been tuning in, you know that the great Bootsy, the black cat, the mascot of Ironing Board Records and Martin Page Music, has regularly been answering people's questions. Questions about life, the human condition. So once again, uh, the great wise Bootsy is propped up in his cat bed, uh, ready to answer any profound question that is thrown at him. 16 Frisky's juicy gravy soups have been consumed by Bootsy over the last two hours. And this is preparation for the moment that we've all really been waiting for. That moment when I put my hand into one of the mailbags, absolutely full with desperate letters from desperate people all over the world. So again, it is time for... The Wisdom of Bootsy. And today's question comes from Angus McGuinness from Kilmarnock. Bootsy, Bootsy, all right. When I drank 15 pints of Guinness, I did see the Loch Ness Monster in the High Street. In the bloody High Street! It was shopping! Surely that's an illegal act! I suspect that the various flavours of my food are really all the same. Have I convinced myself that variety exists? Or is that the catnip speaking? (laughs) The Wisdom of Bootsy Well, I hope that answers uh, Angus McGuinness's question from Kilmarnock. It's not every day you see the Loch Ness Monster shopping in the high street. Thank you, Bootsy. Here's a brand new song I'm working on now. Still piecing it together. Here's a rough. It's called Sink Into Me.
did enjoy playing that to you. Uh, a new song. Uh, still working on it. It's called Sink Into Me. Hopefully, down the line, it's going to be on one of my albums. I, I really enjoyed listening to uh, uh, Trevor Thornton playing the drums. And I was playing live bass, and I just love the way that uh, Trevor's kick drum uh, locked in with the bass. Check that out. I felt really good about the rhythm section. What may this mean that thou, dead course again in complete steel, revisits thus the glimpses of the moon, making night hideous, and we fools of nature so horridly to shake our dispositions with thoughts beyond the reaches of our souls? Nothing quite like listening to Shakespeare. It's so musical. Uh, there's no rhyme or reason to this. I had no idea what that meant. But uh, thank you, Shakespeare and Mr. R. Burton. Oh, God. Not quite as uh, musical sound as Shakespeare's uh, words, but that is the creaking... The creaking of the old door of my archives, which means ropening. <laughs> there we go. Thank you, Igor. Thank you for being there and being all strong and moody and rotund. It's cassette time. Cassette time, yes, right back to the naughty 90s. Not sure of the actual date, but I know it's the 90s because it really tastes like that. The demo I did got reggae overtones, but I think in these times when we're always battling against the odds, a little positive song of mine from the past. Here's a demo uh, done on a 16-track, right back in that era of 16-track analogue recording. Never heard before. It's called Wonderful World. Where 
So interesting listening back, uh, writing that back in the 90s, but even back then we were uh, worried about the climate change and uh, it was, I can tell that this was very ecology-based and uh, it probably is even more meaningful now than when I first wrote it. That was a 16-track demo done right back then in the 90s. Um, OK, OK, I'll be there in a minute! Uh, I wish that man would leave the room immediately. Please throw him out. I didn't expect that. That was a surprise. Uh, as you can tell, this is a live radio show and that man shouldn't have been allowed into the studio. So back to that demo, Wonderful World. I hope you enjoyed it. I was uh, looking back and just remembering that I was doing some horns and I'm doing all the playing myself and a little bit of reggae guitar there. And uh, I do feel particularly that the drum programming on that was quite cool. Something about that demo felt quite powerful to me after all these years. I think it is the message. It is about trying to still save our home, our world. And now, my friends, please indulge me. Uh, this is very important to me. Now this. Chemicals are in just about all of the products we use. We need to understand their risks. Today, thousands of chemicals are circulating in the environment. And for most, we don't know exactly how they affect people or other life on our planet. For decades, scientists have tried to understand the effects of chemical exposure by experimenting on animals. But animal experiments have never been the answer, and here's why. 1. They are extremely cruel. Millions of animals are intentionally poisoned to death or suffer from chemical assaults to their skin, eyes, and internal organs. They are never afforded pain relief. 2. They're unreliable. Animals are subjected to very high doses of chemicals, up to 1,000 times higher than humans would ever be exposed to. And animals often react to chemicals differently than people would, making it difficult to translate animal data into meaningful information for human beings. This leads to even more testing and delays in protections for human health and the environment. 3. Animal experiments are time-consuming and expensive. A cancer test on just one ingredient can take three years to complete and cost millions of dollars. Fortunately, there is a solution. In recent years, scientists have developed groundbreaking test methods that actually predict how a chemical might affect human cells, tissues, and organs. These new technologies are more sensitive and can detect toxic effects that animal experiments may miss. Also, they're often less expensive and much faster. For example, a new robotic device can work around the clock, testing thousands of chemicals every day. In fact, it can test more chemicals in a single day than have been tested in the past 20 to 30 years using animals. In a National Academy of Sciences report, the country's leading experts recommend a complete shift away from animal testing. However, those who profit from the current situation are preventing change. Getting the best information on chemicals as quickly as possible should be our goal. And the only way to achieve this is to stop testing on animals. Please add your voice to ours and demand that industry and government use modern test methods. It's the right thing to do, and it's our best hope for the future. To learn more and take action, go to PCRM.org. Thank you, my friends, for listening and indulging me. As you probably know, if you follow me, uh, that is very special to my heart. Um, we do not need to do any of those horrible, horrible scientific tests on innocent animals. Uh, so thank you again for giving me your ear. Not turning off, hopefully, Radio Owl's Nest. Anyway, we're going to move on now to a moment when I wrote with the great Go West lead singer, Peter Cox. Through this show, you've only heard me singing. Oh, my God. How bad can it get? Here is a pro. Mr. Peter Cox uh, was trying to do a solo album back in the uh, dark ages with me. And here's one of the demos. Seven Numbers. We were younger then and love 
Won't you pick me up? Baby, won't you pick me up? Hey. Yes, that's me. Come on, baby, won't you pick me up? Baby, won't you pick me up? Yeah, I was doing my great telephone impression there. Um, and that is the great Peter Cox from Go West. A song called A Demo, Seven Numbers. Uh, I think there was a four-top song called Seven Numbers, so uh, possibly Pete would say to me, I wish you hadn't revealed that. But, oh, what a great time to work with uh, Peter Cox. Uh, he was in form, and it was golden, and it was sunny, and it was California. And I think uh, Pete and his white T-shirt and my swimming pool and my home studio, it all just felt right. Now, come on, you Go West fans. Something about Go West and California is perfect. Don't you agree? I thought you would. And, oh my God, we've just got to stay there. We've got to stay there. This is the next demo we wrote. Me and Peter, Night Train. I have remastered it. Check it out. It sounds good. Night Train.
Train, uh, remastered a demo I did with Peter Cox. Um, I have to say again, California and Go West, it's the perfect blend, I believe. Bootsy, Bootsy, all right. When I drank 15 pints yeah, of Guinness, yeah, okay. I did yeah, see Yeah, okay, Angus, Angus, we know that when you drink 15 pints of Guinness, you do see the Loch Ness Monster shopping for <laughs> bathing trunks. <laughs> Ah, that means uh, time for the quote of the day. The time when I uh, read something that I think is quite profound and you all go, yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's true, isn't it? When you hear people laughing, it makes you want to laugh as well. Um, It's a strange thing, but if a group of people start laughing, (laughs) off I go as well, not even knowing what I'm laughing at. Anyway, back to serious things. Quote of the day, and it comes from... The Buddha. The greatest gain is to give to others. The greatest loss is to receive without gratitude. Thank you, Buddha. Hi, this is Trevor Thornton here, the unfortunate drummer behind Q-Phil. Sorry, I'm still recovering in the asylum. I'll get better. Thank you for your sympathy. Okay, okay, I'll be there in a minute. This is a song called Where the Sun is Buried from my 2008 album In the Temple of the Muse. I was reading a book about the aftermath of a battle and a soldier said, I wonder where the sun is buried. It's definitely not here. Does anybody wonder why we lay a flower by a schoolyard gate in quiet lane? Do you ever wonder why we place a flower by a ruined wall in Oklahoma? And I wanna know where the sun is buried. And I wanna know where the light is hidden. 
Beneath some heavy stones Beneath my broken bones And I think I know Where the sun is buried It's in my own backyard In a garden overgrown and scarred In my own heart Stained flower in the hands of a child in Sarajevo, and I wanna know where the sun is buried, and I wanna know where the light is hidden beneath some heavy stones, beneath my broken bones. I think I know where the sun is buried It's in my own backyard In a garden overgrown and scarred In my own heart Yeah That's from my 2008 solo album, In the Temple of the Muse. It features two great Canadian guitarists, Russell Broom and Bill Dillon. Some of the beautiful lines on guitar you hear there are from those lads. Um, Pretty special song for me at at that time, and uh, it's the last track on the album. That is a heavenly sound, a heavenly sound for an Englishman. That's the tea boiling in the kitchen, and it signifies, unfortunately, we're coming to the end of this Radio Hours Nest show. I want to thank Vanessa Levitt and uh, my manager, Diane Poncher, and David Knight in Canada. Those are the lads and the people and the girls, that uh, the team that uh, supports uh, this show, and uh, I just felt like thanking them. It's a nice thing to do, isn't it? And if there's anything that you heard here that you thought, I quite like that, well, uh, my music is on iTunes, it's on Spotify, it's on all those internet platforms, um, including YouTube, that uh, do that kind of thing. So if anything caught your eye, caught your ear, your fancy, I'm out there. Bootsy! Bootsy, all right! 
When I drank uh, Angus, 15 uh, pints yes, of Guinness, Ang- Angus, I did say Yeah, it. Angus, it's absolutely time for you to put down that last pint of Guinness and go home and get tucked up into bed. Thank you, all you loyal owl heads out there. Um, I, I can't see you, but I can feel you. Thanks for being along for this show. Just remains for me to say, please be kind to all those innocent animals out there and support the charities when you can and bring home a shelter animal. Bring them into your family when you can. Compassion is the answer. And as the Bible of Monty Python says, look on the bright side of life. I shall see you again soon. In the owl's nest. <laughs> <laughs>